Hey guys, what's up? Tonight we are continuing our series today where we're talking about becoming consistent in the Word of God. So before we dive into this message, we're going to take time and we're just going to pray and invite the Holy Spirit into this place so we can just seek Him and listen to His Word. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. I thank you for every single person under the sound of my voice. God, we just ask that you would have your way, that you would have your will in this place, God. And that as we get ready to dive into your word, you would speak to us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So how many of you guys know that becoming a musician takes a lot of time, but it also takes a lot of self-discipline? You know, I mean, to practice, to prepare, to grow means that every single day you need to sit down and spend time reading music, learning it, and eventually playing it. And some of you may think, well, I mean, Pastor Vincent, I could look at the music once and learn it. That's not, that's not doing it to your best ability. When we look at music and when we look at a song like for worship on Wednesday nights or for Sundays, we don't, we're not supposed to just look at it. We're supposed to internalize it. We're supposed to understand it, to comprehend it. And that is the only way we can play through it cohesively, to be able to know the music, to be able to study it. And so even in band, if, if some of you guys are in band, like you don't just look at the music and play it one time and sight read it. You, you practice it. You play the same thing over and over again every week. You practice to get better for competition. That's the same thing as what I'm talking about. This process takes time, but it also takes patience. And most importantly, it takes discipline to be able to repeatedly carve out time to grab your instrument, to grab your music, and finally to sit down and play. And for some of y'all, this, this type of discipline may be difficult and tough to do, especially with consistency. Consistently, it may be difficult for you to take time to grab your instrument, to look at the music, and finally sit down and play, but you'll do it like one or two times a week instead of seven days a week. For others, this may come easily to be consistent and maybe something that is natural for you to be able to just get into kind of a, a rut to be able to do something over and over and, and, and be able to just knock it out of the park and not have to worry about if you're going to remember because you know that you'll do it tomorrow and the next day and the next day but nothing is more frustrating than, than working hard and, and, and doing something but then having to do it the next day to giving your all and not be, and then realizing I have to do it again the next day. So that's why it takes intentionality. That's why it takes preparation. And that's why it takes discipline to be able to continuously do it. And spiritually, it's the exact same way. You see, if we do not learn discipline in our spiritual life, our spiritual life will begin to fall apart. And we will start to wonder where God is and where he was in a season of our life, why he was being so quiet. But in reality, we were actually just pushing him away. But in reality, we weren't seeking him every single day. But in reality, we weren't praying. In reality, we weren't reading our word. And we say, God, where are you? Why have you forsaken me? But we haven't took our time to be intentional to seek him. So I'm going to ask you a question tonight. I want you to think about as we dive into this message. I don't want you to just hear this and, and it go over your head. I want you to think about what I'm going to say. So if you have your, open your ears up if you, if you got to. He's a Q-tip. I want, I want you to internalize this, this question and think about it. Do you, not does your friend, not does your brother, your sister, your parents, do you struggle to spend time each day with God? I don't, I don't need an answer out loud. I want you to think about that. Because tonight we're going to turn to Scripture to talk more about this and learn about what the Bible says about spending time with God.
If you have your Bible, physical, electronic, whatever you do, turn with me to Matthew 6, 6. When you're there, look up. If you, if you need time, look for it. Uh, I'll, I'll go when I see everyone looking up, or majority of you. All right. All right, Matthew 6, 6, it says, But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Wow. So I'm going to read that again. I want you guys to hear this. Don't miss this. It says, when you pray, go where? Go into your room. Close the door. Why do you close the door? It's because you want to you wanna not have any distractions. It's not you, if your parents, like, don't close the door in this house. You, you have no door. Some of you may not have a door in your house. You may not have a door in your room because you got in trouble. It's not saying, like, not physically, but you want to make sure you're turned off from distractions. Put your phone away. Have your Bible out. Sit down and seek the Father who is unseen. And then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. I want to note that is so important right now. Your Father who sees what was done in secret, what was done in secret will reward you. We're not doing this for rewards. This is just an informative thing. It's letting us know that, hey, you're, God sees you. He knows what you're doing. He sees you spending time with him. He sees you taking that time during the day to learn his word and to grow spiritually. He sees that. And so he reward those who do that in secret. So what this tells us also is that he will not reward those who do public, lofty prayers like the Pharisees did in his day. He will not reward people who go out in public and, and, and just yell and say, man, I'm just going to pray this lofty, this big, this extravagant, this excessive prayer. It is saying that when you seek the Lord and pray to the God who is unseen in your room, in your prayer closet, that he will see what is done and reward you. So for us as Christians, the Bible tells us exactly how to pray. If you were a follower of Jesus and you are wondering, hey man, I don't really know how to pray, Pastor Vincent, I don't really know what to say, I don't know what to do. I couldn't tell you how I would start praying, but I can tell you, the Bible tells us how. It says, go into your prayer closet. And I know that that may just be intimidating itself, but I just want to encourage you tonight and ask you, if you've never prayed by yourself before tonight, sit down. I just spend time listening for God. You don't have to have a script of what to say. There doesn't have to be a, a typed out, finely worded, finely tuned thing you need to say to God. God is there. He hears our prayers. He hears our cries. He is there for us in the midst of everything. Just turn to him. Just speak to him. You can vent to God. I know some of you may not have known that. I vent to God when I'm stressed and I don't want to vent to, to Pastor Anna, or I'm in the car in traffic, I'll vent, I'll vent when by myself, I'll vent to God. Just, just get it off my chest. Cry out to the Lord. You can do that. The Bible tells us exactly how to pray, but I know for some of this, it still may be intimidating. Some of you guys don't want to spend time by yourself. Some of you guys don't want to spend time alone with your thoughts. You guys don't want to do that. And so, it may be even confusing for you, but the Bible brings clarity to instructing us how to pray what to do, where to be. It says that we are to go away into our secret place with God, but the thing is, I understand that it could be difficult sometimes. I was a teenager. There were, I didn't really have a lot of privacy. I was a teenager with a twin brother in a two-bedroom ap apartment for most of our life. When I got saved, we had moved to Texas, and I got my own bedroom. I got no closet. It was in the living room. It was an extra like an office that we put a, put a door up in front of him put me in there and so I didn't have my own like closet to pray in so it was just a room and so you got to use what you have 
Some of you guys may not be able to go outside and do that thing. You've got to use what you have. But you have to be intentional in seeking him. There, there are times where you may feel overwhelmed by the world around you with the responsibility that we always have, already have with projects in school, with assignments and all these things. And you're like, and Pastor Vincent, you're telling me that I got to sit down for some other ex- amount of time a day when I'm already busy with all this stuff and I got to seek God. Like, doesn't God know my heart? But actions speak louder than words. God knows your heart. He knows if you're seeking him to seek him and seeking him just because you want to get a check off of your to-do list. So yes, it's more than just that. But when you feel overwhelmed and you feel like I can't add another thing onto my plate, I want to encourage you that that it's possible. With all this stuff, it's possible. With everything going on, it is possible to still carve out time to seek the Lord. But it's also important. It's possible, but it's also important. Turn with me to the book of Romans for the Apostle Paul, written by the Apostle Paul to see what he says in chapter 10, verse 17. If you're there, look up at me. If you're turning there, you can uh, just keep turning and I'll, I'll wait for you guys to get there. Okay, cool. All right. So it says, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. Well, so faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. You see, what the Apostle Paul is saying here is that the source of our faith comes from hearing the word of Christ. So what this means for us is that we need to be daily hearing, daily reading scripture in our own life. And the most important way that God can speak to us as Christians is through reading his word by seeking him. But however, this is not the only way. This is not the only way that God can speak to you. But it is vitally important to our spiritual walk that we open his word, that we spend time in his presence outside of church, but also inside of church. The church is important on its own. But it is so important for you to seek the Lord in your own time. If the only time you're seeking the Lord is when you're at church, there's an issue. That's not a relationship. If the only time your significant other is texting you, talking to you, looking at you, is one time a week for about an hour and 45 minutes, there's an issue in that relationship. It's the same way with our relationship with God. It is a relationship with God as we follow Him. And trust me, I know that having a quiet time is hard sometimes. I know I was a teenager when I got saved. I know how hard it is to navigate being in band, sports, all these extracurricular activities, and then trying to do well at school at the same time and have a social life and then spend time with God, investing in that relationship. But it is so important, and it takes discipline. But it also takes consistency, and neither of these are easy. I'll say that again. It takes discipline and consistency, but neither of these are easy. But both of these are incredibly important. You see, when, when I think about the discipline and consistency, the people that come to mind are, are great at what they do. When I think of the words discipline, when I think of the words consistency, I think of the late Kobe Bryant or Tom Brady. People who every day get up intentionally deciding to get better to improve their craft, to put in work day after day, to study film, to take time to finesse and, and grow in their own craft that they have respectively, to be the best that they can be and to do it 
with longevity. People who grind every day. Doing whatever they can to be the best. To perform at the highest level. See, the greatness didn't happen by accident, happen accidentally, but it happened with intentionality. Why? Because they set a goal and they strive, strived to achieve it every single day. You see, when we have priorities, when our priorities are consistency and, and meeting with God, we learn how to truly walk with God in freedom. When we prioritize meeting with God, we can truly know how to walk with God in freedom. The bottom line here is that we need to become consistent when it comes to getting in the Word of God. So you may be sitting here tonight saying, Pastor Vince, now I don't really know how to do that. I'm, I'm kind of overwhelmed. I got a lot on my plate. I got, you, know, you don't even know all the stuff I have. You're telling me that I can do this, but you don't even know. How, do, how, how, how could I do that? Turn me to James 4, 7 through 8. It tells us how. This is short, but it's packed with some important information in regards to our relationship with God. And this is, this is going to tell us what to, how, do we, how can we start, how we can start spending time with God, how we can start getting to that point, how we can just, just begin doing this. He says, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Read that again. Submit yourself, then, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wow. Submit to God, and draw near to him, and he will draw near to you. You see, when we push in, when we press in, we draw near to God. The word says he will draw near to us. being intentional when we seek him and he will draw near to us guys an easy way to remember this is to be more successful and intentional in quiet time is to find a slot in a spot if you if you remember that phrase you're gonna remember hey you know i need to to find us find a slot of time today find a spot just spend time with god but i i want to go back because there's a part of this passage that can be so easily overlooked it says submit to God but what does it also say it says resist the devil the devil's going to tell you you have enough time he's going to tell you you don't have enough time he's going to say you don't have to plan it he's going to say you're fine you're good man you, you didn't lie today you didn't cheat on your test you didn't like go do anything bad like really bad so you don't really got to spend time with God today go play video games go hang out with your friends go, go sit on TikTok for four hours go do all Go do every anything else but spending time with God. I mean, you don't need to spend time with God. Like, what? What's you're a good person. You're getting to heaven. No, it says resist the devil. How do you resist the devil? You know the word of God. You cling to it. You turn away from things that are of the world, but you turn to God. It says resist the devil. He will flee from you, and then you draw near to God, and he will come near to you. Guys, find a slot of time in your day, find a spot to spend time with God. Because when we are intentional with both of these things, it is a lot more difficult to blow that off. When you're intentional with finding a lot of time in the day, you say, you know what, 1230, I'm going to spend five minutes, five minutes with God. I'm going to sit down at lunch. I'm going to eat my lunch. I'm going to pray real quick. 
five minutes a day. Give five, start with five minutes a day. It is so much diff- more difficult when you have it planned, when you strategize, when you meticulously look at your schedule and say, you know what, I got five minutes to spend time with God, the creator of the universe, the one that gives breath to my lungs every day. I got five minutes to seek him, to spend time in his word. It is so much more difficult to, when you have it written down. So schedule your time. Find a place. Because if you are sick, like if you are sick on your deathbed and you, you're like, nothing's, I, I got to get to the hospital. I want to, I, I got I to gotta figure this out. So you schedule an appointment with your doctor. You don't miss that appointment. No matter what. No matter how much traffic there is. You're like, it's a, it's a long drive. Okay, I'm going to leave earlier. Why? Because because you're sick and you need a physician and you need healing and you need to get better. You don't want to stay sick. Well, you are sick. We are all sick because of sin. Make an appointment with the great physician and meet with him. Tonight, no matter where you are and you walk with God, I'm, I'm going to give you a chance to respond to this message. Maybe some of us have, have neglected our relationship with God Maybe you need time to reconnect with the Lord. I want to encourage you, spend time with God for a few minutes. We're going to put on some music. And I just want you to spend time with Him. And while you do, commit to a slot and a spot, prioritizing meeting with God this week. And watch your world change. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. I think of every single person and the sound of my voice. God, I just pray that you will begin to speak to us, God, that you will begin to pour into our lives, that you will begin to reveal to us how much time we actually have to be able to spend time with you. And God, that we would carve out that time, that we would be intentional in seeking you, and that we would take every day, not for chance, but being thankful that you've given us another day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless.